This is The Parenting Show with Pina Crispo from ChicMama.ca on Talk Radio AM 640. Welcome to The Parenting Show. I'm your host, Pina Crispo of ChicMama.ca. And uh, usually on the show, we talk about some fun stuff and, uh, and we have a lot of laughs. But there is a time and a place for that. Uh, today, it's going to get a little bit heavier and... Um, and I urge you parents that are by your radio to maybe get comfortable, sit down, turn it up, because uh, this is some stuff that you're going to want to hear about. Because like I always say, knowledge is power. And um, as parents, the most important things in our lives are the lives of our children. So with that said, um, today's show, we're going to be focusing on um, human and sex trafficking. And joining us in studio, we've got um, founder of Aura Freedom International, Marissa Kokoris. She is um, from, a, it's a Canadian organization fighting violence against women, including sex trafficking. And on the phone joining us is Constable Laura Nicole from York Region Police. How are you ladies doing tonight? Doing good, great. Thanks. How are you? Thank good, you. good, thanks. Um, okay, so... I have to say, when I think human and sex trafficking, I think third world countries. Mm-hmm. And, um, and to be honest, it wasn't up until a few years ago that I, I probably still to this time, I'm going to be honest with you guys, because I'm sure that there's other parents that are probably thinking the same thing. Like, what actually is human and sex trafficking um we all have maybe like an idea in our heads but before we get into it let's just lay it out on the table um ladies uh constable laura or or marissa from aura freedom what is human and sex trafficking Um, do you want to go first (laughs) sure um human trafficking for the purpose of uh, sexual exploitation actually happens every day in Toronto. And this is when a girl uh, or individual is coerced or forced to perform sex acts against her will for the benefit and profit of someone other than herself. Now, I say girl because in Ontario, 98% of trafficked people are female, but males can also be trafficked. And our LGBTQ uh, youth are especially vulnerable to trafficking. Um, And Indigenous girls in Ontario are at the highest risk of being trafficked. So sex trafficking is um, when an individual is coerced or forced to perform um, sex work against their will. So how does this even happen? Because, Marissa, you just said in Ontario. And I don't know if you parents caught that, but that's not a third world country. And that's the province in which we live in. Yes. So you're telling me, and honest to God, I, I'm maybe I'm just like ignorant, but it wasn't up until a few years ago that the light bulbs went off and it was like, oh my God, mm-hmm. this happens here. Yes, it does. And you said knowledge is power and we believe the same thing. And I want to add ignorance is not bliss because as a parent... Ignorance is not bliss. You know that saying? No, because when you're ignorant to something like this, you're more vulnerable to it. So absolutely. I mean, we have to diversify what people think human trafficking is. And that's what you have in your mind in developing nations. And that's what we see in films, right? A young girl is abducted. She's drugged. She's thrown into the back of a van and driven across a border. 
that happens, yes. And I've dealt with survivors who've gone through that and I've worked with them. But human trafficking here in Canada happens in much more subtle ways, uh, ways which manipulate the girl into thinking that somehow she actually gave consent to that hell, the hell of being repeatedly raped for profit every day, even when she's ill, even when she's in pain. And in reality, 90% of people trafficked in Canada, Pina, they're Canadian. Mm. See, that's scary. So, Constable Laura, mm-hmm. how does this even happen? Well, like you, like you mentioned, I mean, these, uh, so we work, uh, I'm with York Regional Police. Um, we're one of the safest uh safest areas in, in Canada and um, you know it's it certainly it's uh, there's a lot of higher-end neighborhoods and I think um, it's not a place that you would expect these things to occur either like you said it's sort of that that shock um, and we're seeing the same things most of the victims we're dealing with um, are, are girls that are from this area that um, you know are, are local and uh, you know whether they grew up here or just you know close by that type of thing um you know it, it isn't what people think it is i think is exactly what like you said and in a lot of the cases it starts out um very subtly where you know the the person may meet someone and uh, you know in some cases develop a relationship or whatever it is or a friendship and it progresses from there it starts with you know the going to a party or the or the new boyfriend or whatever it is and then progresses along um so it, it does occur in in those ways that you may not be be watching out for well, we are talking all about it on the show today, and it's uh, it's human and sex trafficking, and it's happening right here. Stick around, because we have more once we get back. You're listening to The Parenting Show on Talk Radio, AM 640. You're listening to The Parenting Show with Pina Crispo on Talk Radio, AM 640. Welcome back to The Parenting Show. I'm your host, Pina Crispo of ChicMama.ca. Today, we are talking about uh, something a little bit more serious, or I should say very serious. We're talking about human and sex trafficking and how it's happening right here in our city. And uh, and the victims are people that you probably wouldn't imagine. Um, they don't fit that stereotype that a lot of us uh, envision and think about when we're told human and sex trafficking. Before the break, Constable Laura Nicole from York Region Police was mentioning um, how it can get started and how in neighborhoods and, and places like York Region, where you would never think that, you know, they come from some great neighborhoods and homes and families, um, these kids are victims. And you had mentioned... Um, Constable Laura, that, you know, it can start from a boyfriend or a party. And uh, and I know that Marissa has um, some information on this, uh, just to shed some light yep. and, and dig a little bit deeper it's, on that. It's it's true. That's what we see in Toronto as well and what we see uh, in, in many different countries where the pimp or the trafficker um, will pose as the boyfriend. So it's mm-hmm. the Romeo situation. And they groom these girls into thinking that they truly love and care for them. So compliments, fancy dinners, holidays, new clothes. It's called love bombing. And it's a, it's all part of a strategic plan to win affection before the exploitation begins. They do so, not love these girls. So they just find these random girls. They're like, okay, 
She looks like someone I can manipulate. Well, there's a vulnerability that they're looking for. And the vulnerability most of the time is a low self-esteem, someone who's looking for someone to pick them up. Um, of course, there are things that make girls more vulnerable, you know, being uh, in a group home, falling through the cracks of a child uh, welfare system, um, going through abuse as a child, of course, homelessness. These things all make a girl more vulnerable. But I've seen girls trafficked from affluent neighborhoods so they're, in the they're, exact same way. They're living at home. Yes. Um, they're attending school. Yes. They have parents who love them. They, you know, they really don't need, um, maybe they don't need the money? Well, no. And they don't, they don't need uh, to, to do it's this It's not about work. that at all. No. Uh, it's something uh, missing from their life that this Romeo, this pimp, uh, this trafficker, let's call them what they are, is, is honing in on. Mm-hmm. And they know, they know who they're looking for. And social media, dating websites, uh, they use all of these means as a way to get to your child through the computer screen. And, you know. Okay, yeah. so Marissa, you're you're talking about this pimp. And for me, you know, I'm envisioning um, just like a mean guy. I don't see it as like someone who is like going to romance a girl. Oh, yeah. Um, and, and Constable Laura, you guys have done many arrests. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we spoke about the victim stereotype and, and you guys basically told me that it could be the average girl living in a great neighborhood at home with her parents. You would mm-hmm. never think. What about the stereotype of the pimp? Like, are we talking about a business professional? Are we talking about a high school student? Like, who is this person? Uh, you know, we've seen we've seen a variety. Um, you know, there certainly can be uh, you know a, a certain type of person that's already involved in crime and that um, you know goes from there. But we also see cases where yeah, we we get younger uh, younger people um, involved, high school high school uh, boys men. Um, we also have seen ones where where women are involved, and in some cases, those women have started out as uh, victims themselves, then wind up um, you know actually uh, engaging in the human trafficking process themselves uh, uh, f- from there. We've had charges laid against um, uh, against individuals doing doing that too. Um, so it does seem to be a mix and, you know, it, 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 it is all those pieces of, you know, however they're able to lure someone is is the, is the strategy they go. So some men will, will use other women to, to befriend these girls, uh, to sort of, you know, get them involved and, and with promises of, you know, parties and, and clothing and you know, hairstyles and whatever else. Um, They try that tactic. In some cases, again, it's the boyfriend. Um, So there's a variety. Uh, On top of that, a huge variety in terms of the, uh, the men that are actually um, purchasing sex with, uh, with these victims. Um, So what kind of men would, what kind of men are we talking about? Men, we and and that's something yeah. that we talk about in our presentation that we we do in high schools. This is not the boogeyman, you know, some uh, obvious pervert in in an alley somewhere. People, yeah. these are our fathers. These are our brothers. These are you know judges. These are teachers, and mm-hmm. and and these people are buying sex from underage girls who, and and girls and women and LGBTQ youth who are working against their will. And sometimes they know they're working against their will and they continue to purchase the sex from them. And, you and know, they actually want it that way. And I'm actually glad you brought it up and, and you brought up these 
you know, variety of, of different professions and how they're involved in this world. Um, because as many of you guys know, you listeners um, on the other end of, of the radio, um, you guys know that I teach part-time at Humber College. And uh, I have to say last year, there was a fellow instructor, didn't know him well, someone that would say hello to me in the office, in the hallways. And then just one day, my students came up to me the next day and like, oh my God, miss, did you hear he got arrested? Um, and it was a little bit different. It was like in the child pornography. Um, you know, I don't know what ended up happening. Sure. Yeah, I don't know exactly what the outcome after the charges were laid were. But it just goes to show this was, you know, someone well-respected within the community. And I would have never thought. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it's really, really important that, I'm going to say it again, knowledge is power. And, and we, we are aware of what's happening because that's how we are going to um, be able to help our children. We are talking about human and sex trafficking on the show today. Uh, stick around because we have more with Constable Laura Nicole from York Region Police and founder of Aura Freedom International, Marissa Kakoris. Now, back to The Parenting Show with Pina Crispo from ChicMama.ca on Talk Radio, AM 640. Welcome back to The Parenting Show. I'm your host, Pina Crispo of ChicMama.ca. And this Sunday evening, um, we are on the air talking to you about a more serious matter. We're talking human and sex trafficking, um, especially within our own city because yes it does happen here it's not something that um is happening you know we're talking about it happening overseas which sure it happens there too it happens everywhere uh but we're specifically talking about it here uh because if you're anything like me you probably were oblivious to this and you know it's it's time to take off those those rose colored glasses and you know what did you say marissa um, Ignorance is not bliss. Exactly. So that is Marissa uh, Kakora. She is the founder of Aura Freedom International. It's a Canadian organization fighting violence against women, including sex trafficking. And joining us on the phone, we have Constable Laura Nicole from York Region Police, who's done a lot of work uh, when it comes to this stuff. So, ladies, we have talked about um, how does it happen? What exactly is human and sex trafficking? Um, how people are getting involved? But at what age does this start I know a survivor who was um, trafficked at the age of 11 she's mm-hmm. she's Canadian it can start as young as 10 and 11 typically what what I have seen so is that's grade school 13 yeah 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 13 yep. um, the exploitation can begin at, at 13 girls under the age of 18 are at the highest risk and then the average age where the sexual exploitation begins is is 13 so um yeah, I mean, it's scary and it's disgusting and it's horrifying and but we're talking about it. So, I mean, that that's a positive step, but so it's young. It's young. Mm-hmm. And Constable Laura, um what are you guys finding on your end? That's the same, um, and the majority of the the, the victims uh, that that we speak to, and and again, many of them are, are young children, um, but uh, even the ones that are that are adults, um, most of them were were uh, forced into the sex trade when they were in those younger ages. Uh, so 
it's it's it is pretty um, pretty horrible when you think about some of the ages that we're looking at. And a trafficker, a pimp, can make two hundred and fifty thousand dollars off of the back of one girl, and he usually has two or three under under his control. You know, so this girl thinks that she's you know his exclusive girlfriend, and she's fallen for him, and she'll do anything to keep this relationship. Um, but really, he he has two or three under his control, and the means of control range from something um, more brute like physical or psychological violence, threats to family members, withholding food, mm-hmm. forced so drug really... use, branding, tattooing, um, gang rape. I know a girl who was indoctrinated into sex trafficking through gang rape. After that happened to her, she saw no other, nothing else that she could do with her life. She felt completely worth, worthless because of the stigma against rape survivors. And so she just went into sex trafficking after that gang rape. That's the way he got her into it. See, and I'm glad you're talking about this stuff because I'm sure there's a lot of parents on the other end that are saying, no, this will never happen to my child, this my daughter or my mm-hmm. son, because you mentioned it happens to boys as well, mm-hmm. um, will never fall a victim to this because they're just going to, they know that it's wrong mm-hmm. and they're just going to say, nope, I'm not doing that. But it's not that easy. No. And I mean, I've had young men in schools come up to me and say, Marissa, this is happening everywhere I look. It's hard not to get involved. Some people I know brag about pimping out their friends. We need new role models for young men, for young women. We need to take a step back and look at this and what are the root causes? What value are we placing on our girls? What is their potential? What is their worth? Is, you know, how amazing their hair looks and how amazing their abs are on Instagram? Or is it the value that they can bring to the world? These are core issues that parents, because parents are thinking, how can I ever battle this sex trafficking? You know, I'm not a, a police officer. I'm not the government. How can I tackle this? And you can. You can you can tackle this as a parent from birth, from the way you're going to build your girls up because it's very, very hard. Pina, I promise you, it's very hard to traffic an empowered girl. Mm-hmm. It's That's, very hard. And, and Constable Laura, you had mentioned this when we were talking off air a bit. Um, you were saying some similar stuff and how, and you guys work one-on-one also with, with some of the the survivors Mm -hmm. uh some of the girls do you find the same thing well like you said you know you talk about them targeting you know young women who are vulnerable and i think the reality we probably as at least the three of us remember being those ages right Mm -hmm. It's, it's it's a vulnerable age regardless of the circumstances um and i think that's it about that empowering piece and about you know um, having a lot of communication with your kids all the way along um, about being involved in positive things just to kind of cu- try to guide that to, uh, and, and put the focus on the stuff that really matters because, you know, that is the way that they're they're coming at them is, is giving them that type of attention um, mm-hmm. that is entirely the wrong type. But, uh, mm-hmm. but it, in some cases, it's hard to resist. Right? Yeah, and it's, it's attention. And traffickers mm-hmm. prey on young people with low self-esteem for a reason. Mm-hmm. But if we can build up our youth, then we are cutting it at the root. And parents and caregivers have the most important role here. The hypersexualization of our girls has to end. And, and you're the first line of defense as a parent. And you have the most influence from birth to build your kids up to reject the lies that they are fed from a young age. And it's, it's so true because if you look at social media, and we talk about social media a lot on the show, um, but I see girls as young as, yeah, maybe like that 10 mm-hmm. years old mm-hmm. mark. Um, 
and they're posing and they're doing the selfies and it's like all mm-hmm. about sexy and, and who yeah. they're watching on YouTube. Yeah. And um, innocent enough. However, those those selfies that they're taking and those hashtags, hashtag selfie, hashtag party life, hashtag pretty. These these people are looking up these hashtags and trying to pimp your girls through Instagram. And I always ask youth when I speak to them, how many times have you accepted a friendship request on Facebook by someone you kind of knew but didn't really know? And everyone puts up their hand. And I even put up my hand. But that person, it's always some 90% of the time in the data that we have, which is a few years old now, 90% of the time, the trafficker was someone they kind of knew or knew very well. Mm-hmm. Scary. We're talking about human and sex trafficking on the show today. We've got Constable Laura Nicole from York Region Police joining us on the phone and founder of Aura Freedom International, Marissa Kokoris. Uh, stick around because we're talking more about this topic and, and what we as parents can do to prevent this from happening to one of our own. This is The Parenting Show with Pina Crispo on Talk Radio AM 640. Welcome back to The Parenting Show. I am Pina Crispo, your host from ChicMama.ca. And uh, things are heavy in the studio today. We're talking about a serious, serious topic. We're talking about human and sex trafficking. And we're talking about how um, it all happens. We're talking about how it happens right here in Toronto or, uh, for example, York Region. We've got Constable Laura Nicole uh, from York Region Police on the phone. We've got founder of Aura Freedom International, Marissa Kokoris, joining us in studio. And um, this stuff is very, very real. I remember um, reading an article um, just last spring, and I believe it was called Project Raphael. Mm-hmm. And um, Constable Laura, can you talk about that at all? And tell um, well, like our was, listeners what, what that's about? And Yeah, um, it was a project uh, that was made possible by a grant from the Ministry of uh, Community Safety and Correctional Services. Um, and essentially it, was a, uh, a, a, it began in 2014. Um, and uh, York Regional Police was involved as well as uh, other police services um, across the province. And uh, it involved essentially a, a sort of a, a multiple-pronged approach at, at trying to, to tackle the issue of human trafficking, um, involving rescuing the victims and identifying uh, that the persons who are who are um, involved in the trafficking, and then also identifying the persons that are looking to purchase uh, sex with children. So, um, you know, sort of that three-pronged approach. So we're looking at the victims. We're looking at um, the the suspects or the accused persons that are actually uh, the, the pimps, basically, or, the, or those involved in the trafficking, and then um, commonly referred to as like the Johns, but basically the, per- the people who are out there purchasing uh, purchasing sex with, with children or with, um, you know, victims who are forced into the sex trade. So, um, and it, it, it goes on. We, we continue to, uh, to, to work aggressively in all of these areas. Um, so we you know, we put out press conferences, uh, media releases, that kind of thing, educating the community when, uh, you know, when sort of something's concluded or when we have a large volume of charges laid or, um, you know, uh, essentially victims identified or whatever it is. But, um, you know, it, it continues on. And again, 
uh, for those of you listening, that's something that happened right here. And uh, in York Region, police was heavily involved. And I, I was reading on a CTV News article um, that was published back in April that there was actually um, about 104 men arrested over a period of several years um, through Project Raphael. And they were saying that... Um, the investigators posed online as children between the ages of 13 and 16. Mm-hmm. Um, that's crazy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's reality. It's actually reality. And I think that's what I'm trying to hit home with all of you parents that are listening, uh, that are by your radios tonight, is that this is real. Um, you know, for people to be posing as like 13 to like 16 years old... Mm-hmm. Those are children. They are children. And that's why we have to build up our girls from birth. Less princess and pretty and pink and more smart, strong and independent because we have to get this from the root. We're not going to stop the traffickers from make, trying to make money off of our kids, off of guns and arms and off of drugs. We're not, we're not going to stop that. It's easier to stop and to, to empower our girls to say, hey, you know what, Romeo, I'm okay. I don't need your compliment on Facebook. I don't need your, your love. I, I'm okay. You know, and compliment your, your girls on their achievements, on their minds, on their creativity, and not solely on their looks. So Marissa, Aura Freedom International, it's a Canadian organization, you guys. It's all about fighting violence against women, including sex trafficking, like we're talking about. What is Aura Freedom doing about this? Um, In Toronto specifically in 2014, so a few years back, we launched our Human Trafficking Prevention and Awareness Program for Canadian youth. And through this program, we visit schools, youth homes and homeless shelters across the GTA. And we've also been to York Region with a presentation on sex trafficking, what it is, what the signs are, what the risks are, and how students can protect each other and protect themselves or get help. And through this presentation, Pina, we've had disclosure of human trafficking in 80% of our presentations. So after, that means after, and we travel with a trauma counselor and we have referral services. So that means that every time I go and speak at a school, I have at least one person telling me that they think that they're either in the process of being trafficked or they've already been trafficked or their friend is being trafficked. What? Mm -hmm. And so I have guidance counselors calling me to come present at their schools, sometimes without the principal even knowing. Um, And we've been to schools across Toronto in collaboration with uh, the Toronto police and other stakeholders in in collaboration with different organizations. And um, yeah, I mean, if as a parent, if you want us to come and present at your school, by all means, you can email us. Um, It's info at aurafreedom.org and we can see if we can um, fit you into our schedule and come to your school. And the, the more awareness that that happens the better so basically we're we're coming at it from the education standpoint and um from prevention through through awareness and we're going to talk about uh york region police when we get back from the break and find out what they're doing um when it comes to human and sex trafficking you're listening to the parenting show on talk radio am 640 You're listening to The Parenting Show with Pina Crispo from ChicMama.ca on Talk Radio, AM 640. 
Welcome back to The Parenting Show. I'm your host, Pina Crispo of ChicMama.ca. We have Constable Laura Nicole joining us from York Region Police on the phone. And we've got founder of Aura Freedom International, Marissa Kokoris, uh, joining us here in studio. We are talking human and sex trafficking. It's a serious topic. It's a real topic. And it's happening right here in our city. Um before the break, Marissa was talking about a little bit of the work that uh, Aura Freedom is doing and how they're going around and they're talking to help educate um, these young adults and and let them know that, you know, they're not alone. And, and, and for those that might be in it, they're offering the help and the guidance that they need. Um, Constable Laura, what is York Region Police doing about this? Well, we take uh, a sort of a number of different approaches in the way that we are handling this issue. Um, we have obviously our, uh, we have a specific unit that's designated to uh, human trafficking investigations specifically. Um, they are now under the same branch as uh, our special victims unit. So in the same branch as the, the sexual assault uh, section, crimes against children and internet child exploitation, because of the fact that there is some, some um, similarities in some of these investigations. So they work closely together uh, when there is that, that piece of overlap. Mm-hmm. Um, but we also work on, you know, in terms of trying to educate the community. We've got different campaigns that we uh, we participate in. So one of the ones that we've just recently put out, you can see it on our website right now. Um, it's a campaign that's in, in, in designed to educate on on uh, sex trafficking. So. The, there's a, a series of photos, and it, it's designed to look like a yearbook. Um, so it looks like, you know, a, a yearbook page with basically photos of young people. Um, and, and in that, you'll notice pretty quickly there's four separate pictures of, of young girls um, that are that are badly injured, essentially, um, designed to show you that, you know, are you aware of the signs? Are you are you uh, aware of what to look out for? And the fact that you know this can be the, the kid next to you in your yearbook photos. Um, it can be you know it could be anyone, right? And um, you know so that's one of those education pieces. And we're really trying to make sure that that women and girls know um, that we're here to help them. That we 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 always tackle these types of investigations um, coming at it as, you know, these women are victims. Of, and, and many times, again, they're children. So we know that. Um, and and our, our sole goal here is to, to, to get them help and get them out and get them, um, you know, the, the, the assistance that they need. Um, and so we can, you know, try to try to obviously charge those people that are responsible and for the offenses that they're committing. Um, but with really that focus that those girls know that they can call us that they can reach out to mm-hmm. to police um, and get some help. Yeah, it's I'd imagine it's very, very difficult for these girls mm-hmm. to do that. Um, yeah. And it's not easy, but I'm happy because to to hear everything that York Region is doing, what Aura Freedom is doing to help um, in situations like this. And I was actually reading um, an article on the OttawaCitizen.com and they were actually talking specifically about York Region police and Detective um, Ty Trong. Mm-hmm. and his role in all of this. Uh, could you speak a little bit about that? Uh, he's a detective sergeant now, um, but yes, he's in charge of the uh, the unit that uh, investigates human trafficking and has essentially been in the field for a very, very, very long period of time. Um, he's considered uh, really a, a, an expert uh, or a world leader, really, in, the, in, in these investigations um, and was sort of one of the first to, to pioneer the concepts of, you know, helping these girls and seeing them as victims. Uh, you know, there was a time when policing viewed it a little bit differently and didn't, didn't quite understand what exactly was 
was taking place. So mm-hmm. that, that fortunately, there's been a lot of changes in the ways that we investigate those um, and the way that we uh, we help and the way we respond. One of the big things that, you know, I deal with with him now is that um, we put out every single time when we make an arrest for a, for a pimp or when we make an arrest of a number of, uh, you know, um, offenders who have been trying to purchase sex, we put that those details out there to make sure that the community knows that the girls know that you know we're laying charges against against these men or these people who are who are victimizing them, um, and we're also putting out the details of the court outcomes so that people understand no no a person who is who is attempting to buy sex from from a child um, you know they're getting charged and they're serving time or they're getting you know very very harsh sentences we want people to know that um, so those are some of the things that you know we try to make sure that we're very very on top of and we're constantly putting out that information and Marissa I know you had something to talk yeah, about I, this as well I, I think it's important to say that even though um you know, the person doesn't have to be chained to a bed for this to be sex trafficking. Mm-hmm. And what the constable said in recognizing the survivors and the, the coercion that they've gone through, there might be physical evidence. There might be, you know, bruises on their face. However, the chains are emotional. Mm-hmm. The chains are psychological. And it's enough to keep them right where they are. And it's enough to keep them uh, in that hotel room, in a hotel room that you probably drive by going to work every day. There are young women and girls, children working. So it's important to say that they don't have to, you know, have that Hollywood victim. A lot of of people and I'm sure a lot of the parents like myself who've been like, you know, in La La Land thinking, hey, this doesn't happen here. Uh, This will never happen to one of my kids. Mm -hmm. I don't have to worry about it. Mm -hmm. No, reality check is that it's very real and it's happening here. And we do have to, um, I don't have to say like, crazy worry about it but more so um educate our kids so this doesn't happen men and boys must be part of that conversation they can't be viewed as the enemy here because that will create another system that won't work the men and boys are caught in this system of oppression as well so from the time they're born they're taught to be strong be a man to dominate to validate themselves through violence so we from again from a young age girls and boys we all have a role to play here and what happens is you know when we look at that violence and we look about at boys as becoming um the fullest and truest humans they can be they will never become those great young men that they can be when they are too living in this own system of oppression so it's not just girls here that are suffering young boys are suffering as well and we all are and and um you know, this can be taught. Patriarchy can be deconstructed. And we're all capable of evolving in this way. And it, yeah. and it's through it's through great parenting. It's through great role models. And that's teachers. what we're going to talk about after the break. We're going to talk about how we as parents can help our kids and what we can do to stop this. You're listening to The Parenting Show on Talk Radio AM 640. This is The Parenting Show with Pina Crispo on Talk Radio, AM 640. I'm here with my real estate friend, Holly Garvey-Penny. What's up with HGP's tips and trends today? Hi, Sandra. Today's tip is update your condo evaluation. Do you know what your condo is worth? Because right now, the condo market is hot. 
Typically, condos were evaluated every year or two. But with today's hot condo market, if your condo was assessed even three months ago, it's time to have a reassessment. Know what your condo is worth. Call or email me for an evaluation and reassessment. I can help you. So they can reach you at hgp at bosleyrealestate.com or 416-322-8000. Thanks, Sandra. Now back to The Parenting Show with Pina Crispo on Talk Radio AM 640. Welcome back. This is The Parenting Show on Talk Radio AM 640. I'm your host, Pina Crispo of ChicMama.ca. We're chatting about human and sex trafficking on the show today. We have talked about this and it's scary and it's real but what is it that we as parents can do so it doesn't happen to ours and it actually you know what it just doesn't happen anymore so is there anything any advice to help these kids mm-hmm. I mean in in terms of what we do uh, parents and caregivers are the first line of defense. It's parents who have the most influence on their children right from birth to build them up, to be empowered young individuals who are nice to other people, who um, practice compassion, tolerance, and equality. And I mean, I I was thinking about what I was going to say on this. And I recently gave birth to a little girl, of course. (laughs) I had to give birth to a girl. Uh, Her name is Joya. And the first thing everyone comments on Joya is her looks. And it's not anyone's fault, really, because we're all programmed to talk about girls in this way. Oh, she's so So beautiful. She's so cute. She's so beautiful. She's so cute. And I have to make it a point to ask my family that as they interact with Joya in the years to come, if they could please talk to her about the world, about her feelings, about her skills, and not about her dress or her hair. There's a time for that, and we'll have fun with that stuff if she wants, but that can't be everything. And yes, this does somehow impact sex trafficking, because again, it's very hard to traffic an empowered girl. It's very hard. And Constable uh, Laura, you were mentioning this as well before, that it has a lot to do with um, how these pimps go after a certain type of girl. Mm -hmm. One they can, I guess, Mm -hmm. manipulate, right? Well, the, the sad thing is, like you said, you know, that, that's, an, that's an age where, you know, many people are vulnerable and we do have to, to take those steps. Um, you know, a, a thing I want to mention for parents, uh, I think we, we all grew up in sort of the generation where your parents were worried about you if you were out late at night. They were worried about your kids, you know, going to the park and being approached by a stranger. Um, but the worries now, they're, they're all on our phones, mm-hmm. right? That, that's where the predators are, are, are looking for people. So I think we forget about that. And, you know, back when when computers and internet was coming it was the put the computer in in a central place in your home well how many of us still think about that when you think about your children using a cell phone or a tablet or whatever else they're not being lured into taking selfies when they're in the living room with the parents nearby they're not that's not when that's happening it's when the kid is alone um, with the phone and that's something it's very very disturbing to think about but um that you have to put that in your mind that that's where that's where the predators are lurking. And that means every kid is accessible. Every yep. kid. It's, yes, yeah, it's the not more like... vulnerable ones, but every your kid is accessible yep. to a trafficker or a pimp. And if you read up on the greatest foods to give them and the vitamins to give them and what's going to help them study or remember things better, you have to actively as well 
look at things like this that aren't as fun and aren't yeah. as um, nice to think about. If we're reading up on superfoods, we also have to read up yes, on things like this and listen to shows like this and know that this is happening in our city. And I, yes, I don't care. I'll be the bad mom. I'll be the bad mom today. And I'm going to look at your phone. Because I love you. And you know what? I'm really glad uh, you both brought up social media because uh, we've had shows about it. And uh, we've talked to one of our experts, Paul Davis, who who comes and joins us here on the show. And it is crucial uh, for parents to, you know, know their password Mm -hmm. and do some random checks. Mm -hmm. And like Marissa said, find out like, okay, are all your friends on Instagram people that you know firsthand? Mm -hmm. And how many times have our kids said, yes, I've friended a person I didn't know yeah yeah see it's true for the parents listening if you want more information on on any of this or maybe if you suspect something happening with one of your children or a friend and you want to get them some help Marissa where can they go for that I mean if they suspect it happening now uh, and they want to give some information there's always crime stoppers one eight 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 two 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 tips um, in the city of Toronto uh, we are launching a helpline for now they can call a crisis helpline that is four one six five nine seven eighty eight oh eight if they want information on you know how we can come and speak to some youth that are particularly at risk they can contact info at orafreedom.org um, there are different organizations fighting this. We're not the only two organizations fighting yes. this in, in Ontario. I, yeah, Constable Laura, and, and for you, are there any great resources that, that you'd like to share with our listeners? Uh, we do share a number, like uh, quite a bit of information on our website. We have uh, links to uh, partners that we work with and, um, you know, victim services. But in terms of the actual uh, reporting, that's something obviously we strongly encourage. We would encourage anyone to report um, any type of human trafficking. It, it is a criminal offense. Um, if you're aware of somebody who is, uh, you know, seeking to purchase sex from, from uh, juvenile children, basically, um, we'd, we'd want to hear about that. And any victims, any anyone who's involved in that who needs help to get out, we would really encourage them to, to call us. But parents, um, the first step is with you and within the home. So please, if you've taken anything away from this show today, it's just um, knowing that you are the main person and you are the one that's going to help your child the most. If you're tuning in now and you missed any of the show, you can always listen back to our podcast on 640toronto.com. Thank you to our special guests uh, joining us in studio today. Marissa Kakora, she's the founder of Aura Freedom International, which you can find at aurafreedom.org. And uh, Constable Laura Nicole from New York Region Police, thank you so much for joining us today, ladies. Um, Also, uh, feel free to check us out. We will be posting the podcast as well on our Facebook page at facebook.com slash The Parenting Show. This is The Parenting Show for Talk Radio AM 640.